This is The Talking Dead, a podcast dedicated to the AMC TV show, The Walking Dead. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Chris. And my name is Jason. And this is The Talking Dead number 90, part two, New York Comic Con day three, wrap up spectacular. 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 <laughs> I made that up as I went along. Yeah, I could tell. Yeah, well, I'm sure everybody could. <laughs> well, I, I'm not sure about the spectacular, but special. Uh, what? It's a special, not a spectacular. Okay, it's a special, but it's part two. It is part two. And if we do another part, it'll be part three. Hey. So I feel like I'm losing my voice for some reason. I don't know if I sound any different than usual. I, it's not like I sat around screaming all day. No. I sat around. Yeah, oh, yeah. A lot today. But I, I, I don't feel I don't think I was yelling or anything like that. But I don't know. Maybe I'm just coming down with something. Hopefully not. We got two more days here in New York before mm-hmm. we go home. True. And one more day of Comic Con. That's also true. But we have to talk about what happened today first. We sure do. So it was a long day. It was a very, 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 very long day. There's my varies again. <laughs> I don't know what's with you in the varies lately. I'm not very articulate when I'm tired. Okay, so recap the day for us without going into too much detail. All right, so at 6 o'clock this morning, my alarm went off. <laughs> I said not too much detail, but that's a good start. Well, you got to start at the beginning. So we got up early. So we got up around 6. We got ready. We went down there. Uh, we probably got to uh, the Comic-Con around 7, stood in line for a while. They finally let us in the building, and then we sat in line to enter the main uh, hall, and I think we finally got into the hall shortly after ten, just after ten in the in the main theater, main theater. where the main uh, panels are for the day. Right. Uh, we picked a spot, and we stayed in that spot until we left at just before eight p.m. Is that is that not enough detail? No, that's enough to start. <laughs> it was it was a what's that? So we we got there at seven and left at eight. It was a thirteen hour day. Yep, including some waiting around. But most of that time was spent sitting in chairs. Chairs. Okay chairs, not great not chairs. Not great chairs. At least they weren't like hard folding chairs. No, though. They, they did have cushions on them. Padded cushion folding chairs. Sitting there, watching stuff happen, yeah. being hit with things, loading up with information, and watching clips of upcoming movies and TV shows. Not allowed to leave. Well, we could have left, but it would have been difficult and chancy to get back it's in. It's not like we were forced, tied down in the place. Right. We just didn't want to leave because we would have not been able to get back in and missed what we were really there to see. Right. And my biggest concern of this whole day was uh, put to bed early when I got there and found out there was an accessible washroom without having to leave the actual theater. And hot dogs. Accessi- and hot dogs. Accessible hot dogs. That's the other thing today. We lived on hot dogs and water and a Coke yep. and and nothing else. That's right. Because what else would uh, 15,000 Comic-Con fans want for sustenance to watch a bunch of panels all day? Hot dogs and Coke. Steamed hot dogs. And, right. Well, they did, you know, to be honest, they sold pretzels as well. They did, but I didn't buy a pretzel. I didn't buy a pretzel. So let's uh, quickly, we don't need to talk about all the panels. No, but let's just run through them really fast. There's a sure. few. There's at least a few. I think we should we should mention. Yeah, absolutely. The first one of the day was for the TV show Haven. Yep, and it was long. It was an hour and a half. It was. It was a long one. But they but they showed a half hour documentary at about the, end, the yeah. filming of one of the episodes. That's right. Um, this haunted house is haunted. 
The haunted house is haunted. Yeah. That's right. Uh, it was okay. I'm not a Haven. I don't watch Haven. But Me neither. It, it, it piqued my interest a little bit, at least while we were viewing it. Yeah. I thought it was all right. I might try it again. I think I wa- tried to watch the pilot at one point when it first came out, but I didn't get into it. So I might try again. Right. Okay. So I, I might get into it. I don't know. There's. It seemed a little bit interesting. I'm not sure. What came after that? After that was... Um, we should have the book. Now. Yeah, we should have the book. Well, anyways, we, the, I don't know what, I can't remember the order, but we saw The Bay. Yep. Which is a Barry Levinson upcoming film about um, organisms that attack people from the water and eat you from the inside. Right. What were they? Peritonesis? No. No. <laughs> it's a long day, people. <laughs> it's hard to remember <laughs> things like this. Yeah. Uh, that looked kind of scary, but it's a bit of a found footage documentary style movie. And yep. I'm not sure there was too much original about it, to be quite honest with you. No, not a whole lot. Uh, there was a horror movie about a couple of paranormal investigators in the early seventies. Yeah. Now that one I thought <clears throat> looked good. It did. I would be interested in seeing that one. Very old school horror movie kind of thing. Uh, no special effects, uh, all practical effects, no digital effects, or oh. very few digital effects anyway. If only I could remember the title of that one. Yeah. Anyway, it looked interesting. It did. Kind of scary, uh, what's going on in my closet kind of movie. Yep. Uh, uh, don't go down to the basement, you dumb person, because there's something going on in your house, and the basement's probably where. Yeah, it's exactly. That's where the <laughs> monsters are. Yeah. Uh, then we had Beautiful Creatures, Yep, which I'll be honest with you right now, I don't have much interest in. I, I don't believe I'll be seeing it. A supernatural kind of teenage love story, it looks like, based on a, a book. A mortal falls in love with a, a caster. caster, a, a witch, basically. A witch, yeah. so. But in this universe, witch is a derogatory term. They're called casters. Right. Like, you witch is not derogatory. <laughs> yeah. In, in this that, universe. In that universe. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So um, I think for the right audience, that movie will be will be just fine and will do great. Yep. I'm not necessarily the right audience. I am definitely not the right audience. Okay. So here's where things start to get good then. Um, the Carrie panel. The Stephen, yep. King, Stephen King's Carrie. They're remaking with uh, Chloe Grace Moretz yep. from... Uh, Kick Ass, yeah, and Julianne Moore, yep, from a host of great movies. Yep, this movie looked. They didn't show us much of no, it. No, it was just kind of a teaser trailer that they showed us. Good teaser though. Yeah. I enjoyed it. This was probably the most informative panel of the day. Yeah. Did they show us a clip? No, they I don't just even think we didn't get anything. Just that teaser trailer, um, and a brief description is camera panning over a city. And sort of zooming in as it goes closer. And then you see a building on fire. Yeah. And then it kind of swings down through the street like an X-Wing going on a trench run. And there are buildings, <laughs> more fires all yeah. over the place, buildings on fire. Off in the distance, you see, you know, a, a woman or a girl standing in a dress. Camera's zooming towards her, towards her, getting closer and closer. There's fire all around. And it gets right up to her face, and she's covered in blood. Yeah. Cut to Carrie coming 2013. Lots of looks like lots of telekinesis and pyrokinesis mayhem in that town. What else do you want? Don't piss off Carrie. No, you no. That's that's uh, that's a bad idea. Yeah. This was probably, in my opinion, the most informative panel of the day. Why do you say that? Uh, I don't know. It seemed to be the most serious. There were interesting topics brought up about bullying, for example. Yeah. And how that factored into the 
into the writing of this new version of it. Right. Um, but they also talked about comparisons to the original version of Carrie, as well as, of course, the book. Yep. And how um, they really went back to the original source material instead of anything else. Yeah, they didn't the remake movie. the movie based on the movie. They uh, they remade from the source material. They basically made a new movie based off the book, yeah. Right. Which um, they also talked about, which I thought was one of the aspects of this that I found uh, interesting and exciting about the movie is that, you know, in the in the 70s when they made the original Carrie uh, movie, or the 80s. No, uh, late 70s, late I Late 70s. Um, there was only so much you could do with technology at the time about the level of destruction uh, that Carrie could uh, you know, reek onto onto this town with her telekinesis, where in the book there was a lot more destruction. Uh, so right. that they that and now that they're re uh, readapting that novel into another movie, they have the technology to have her do the level of destruction that was visible in the book. Truly destroy the place. Yeah. So it's going to be uh, quite interesting. They spoke a lot of, too about the amount of fake blood they had to use. <laughs> yeah, they did. And they estimated a thousand gallons of fake blood throughout the filming of this movie, most of which was probably poured over yeah. the actors. Well, uh, well, two things. One, the producer uh, kept emphasizing the word fake. He wanted to make sure that the audience was well aware that they did not hurt pigs or drain them of their blood in order to pour them on did they do that for actresses well they did that in the movie but no they don't oh. do that okay so that's what you know in movie land and in the book that's where they got the blood was right pig's okay. blood whereas in in reality they're not going to slaughter or use the you know blood from slaughtered pigs the blood order. of a thousand pigs so he kept saying no pigs were harmed in the making of this movie and then he went <laughs> well he kind of hummed and hawed i assume that there was some kind of pork product and craft services so there were pigs that were harmed in the making of the movie but no pigs were slaughtered for their blood just for their blood <laughs> yeah and drained okay but well. uh yeah so there was a thousand gallons of blood but the uh, the director she also talked about the amount of r&d they did about how much blood per pour how high the pouring was how yep. big the bucket so they she figured that about 200 they did uh you know 50 takes at 500 or five gallons or something. She estimated 250 gallons just for R&D on yeah. how much blood to pour. And different kinds of blood too, like yeah. runny or sticky or thick or yeah. blood full of brain chunks. I don't know, whatever. You. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'm a, I'm a little excited about that movie. I, yeah. I'm definitely going to go see it next year. I'll definitely see it. That, yeah, it looks good. After that, we moved on to the Evil Dead oh. remake. The Evil Dead. So this panel had Bruce Campbell. It did. It had the director of the remake of the Evil Dead. Yeah. The new the new version that they're working on now, and it had the star. The new version of the Evil Dead has a female protagonist. Right. We don't have <clears throat> Ash anymore. No. Nope. As a male character. Um, Mia. Her, yeah, and and she's obviously female, yep. not called Ash. Do you remember her name? I don't remember her name. No, I don't remember her she's name. She's in Suburgatory. Suburgatory. Okay, I'm not sure. I've never seen that show. But basically, this was probably the funniest and most entertaining panel of the day. Oh, my God. Bruce Campbell can work a room. <laughs> he's been doing it a long time, yeah. and he's been doing this specific thing a long time. Oh, yeah. right? This he is was, what he's known for. He was funny and uh, witty, and uh, he yeah, he knew very well what he was doing and he was good at it a girl got up to ask him a question and she was all flustered and uh she said something about how good burn notice was right uh, he was underrated in burn notice he stands up <laughs> 
He reaches into his pocket, takes out a wad of bills, <laughs> walks over, peels off a few bills, hands them to her, <laughs> gives her a hug, and sends her on her way. <laughs> That's right. It was fantastic. Oh, and then she ran she ran by us on her way back to her seat. And she was a disaster. She was crying. She was shaking. She had the $5 bill in her hand. Just she practically was... hyperventilating. Oh, she yeah. Was so she excited. was a mess. <laughs> but so it was like the probably the highlight of her month, you yeah, know, her absolutely. year. I hope it was her birthday or something. <laughs> that would just be the greatest birthday well, ever. She talked about, uh, she went up to ask a question last year, <clears throat> that he, a panel that he was on, mm-hmm. and she couldn't say anything because she was crying. And Bruce said, oh, I remember you. Right. <laughs> so... So she that made her even more excited. Yeah. So um then they they uh essentially cemented this the feeling in me that this movie is going to be spectacular by showing a trailer for oh it. Oh my god. No one else has seen this trailer. Only the people that were in that room today. Yeah. And <laughs> this Evil Dead movie looks like the most batshit crazy in the most awesome way, violent and freaky and absolutely insane movie you've ever seen it scared me and it freaked me out a little bit and that and movie trailers don't do that to me this was more than a movie trailer it was it was definitely a red band movie trailer uh, yeah so this this may never be seen again i don't know in may. this particular cut yeah but it was spectacular yeah spectacular it started a little bit tame and i thought oh maybe they're not really going to show us much and then it just kicks in and the gore and the scenes we see, it, it harkens back to the original Evil does, Dead in, yeah. in many good ways from it, what we saw. It is definitely not slapstick. It is definitely not campy. It is very horrific and uh, hardcore. The, the tone like, is hardcore. Just total gory action. It was awesome. Yeah. I can't wait to see this movie in a theater. It's been a very, very long time since I've, uh, if ever, that I've wanted to see a horror movie in the theater. And this one I want to see in the theater. All based on this trailer. All based on this trailer. I think I saw Paranormal Activity in the theater, and I saw The Blair Witch Project in the theater, and those are the only two ones that I've ever seen in the theater. Well, I went and saw Piranha 3D in the theater. Right. And that's like a gory sort of horror-ish movie, but also funny, right? Also yes. a comedy. Evil Dead remake does not look funny. Not funny. I'm sure there's comedy in it because it is Evil Dead. Yeah. But they just showed us the most brutal, gory, awesome parts. Yeah. Awesome parts that i've ever seen and no bruce campbell cameo nope he said he doesn't want to do it he says it's time to pass the torch to a new generation of younger people and uh let why, them take it from there why was he on the panel because he's bruce campbell and this because is evil he's, dead he's clearly he's producer oh okay good and he's clearly very good at panels well yeah i mean if <laughs> as we were saying. i had uh, if we were doing a panel and it had anything to do even remotely with bruce campbell i'd try and get bruce campbell campbell on the panel bruce candle yeah <laughs> <laughs> they should make uh candles carved in his likeness and call them bruce candles that'd be awesome million dollar idea right there light people. them with a boomstick <laughs> um okay what happened after that anything or are we on to the walking dead next um which we're really here to talk about think uh yeah it was uh that was it and then it was the walking dead okay so the walking dead panel we had let's see if we can name off everyone who was on the panel we had robert kirkman robert kirkman gail ann hurd gail ann hurd andrew lincoln yep chandler riggs yep norman, norman reedus. reedus yep who was beside norman, norman deny guerrera yep who was playing michonne david morrissey the yep. governor yep and michael rooker. michael rooker yep well done that's everybody <sighs> 
So, and moderated by Chris Hardwick. Moderated by Chris Hardwick. He did a good job. He did a good job. He was the best moderator uh, that was there. Today. He moderated three out of the seven or eight panels yeah. for the day, and he did a good job. He's on good all at of them. it. He's very good at it. I'll certainly give him credit for that. Now, the first thing at the panel they did is show us a full scene from tomorrow night's premiere. Right. They showed us the cold open. The cold open, yeah. And what do you think of the scene? G- uh, g- give me your thoughts on okay. it, because I have a few thoughts okay, on it. Okay, we go, we going spoilery or we going non-spoilery? Let's not go too spoilery here, just because no one has seen it yet. General thoughts. Right. I thought it was great. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> I really did. I really enjoyed it, and I thought it was uh, I thought it was well done. I thought what they depicted was uh, a good scene. Uh, I thought that uh, it looked like the acting was good. The style, I really liked the style. There was an aspect to the style that I really liked that I'll talk about once it actually airs. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, it definitely, uh, it definitely grabbed me. I, I agree with that. I liked it quite a bit. Uh, we, I think we can give general information. What we see here is our group. They've, they've. It's, I guess they've come across an abandoned house. Yeah. And they storm the house to clear any lingering zombies, and then with the intention of searching it for supplies or maybe staying there for a while. Yep. And we essentially see their assault on this house. So last night when we predicted, you know, that we'd see some prison assault yeah. or Woodbury. what was it? Woodbury stuff. Both of us completely way off base. Yep, we were wrong. Most of this footage, as far as I could tell, was brand new. There were a couple of little bits that you saw in the season three trailer. Yeah. For example, there's a scene where in the trailer where Carl is uh, holding a gun in a kitchen. That's from this assault, right. uh, house assault. And um, you're right. It was it was um, it was exciting and intense. And the the main thing I think I can say here is it's clear that either our group of characters really planned this meticulously as an assault on a house to take the house from the zombies, yep. or they've just gotten very good at working as a team dispatching zombies from an area well i think the latter more than anything else i think that uh um that they've gotten very good at this kind of thing everybody knows what they need to do and they do it and there's a couple aspects of that that i do want to talk about and remind me to do that once it airs well uh, we can do that in a couple of nights when we, we we do our next podcast about the premiere yeah there's there's something in here that is apparent immediately from when it starts and I thought it was fantastic. And I'm really, really looking forward to seeing more of it during season three. Absolutely. So that was really, really fun. Good stuff. So, good stuff. So after that, the rest of the panel, um, Hardwick essentially went down the line to sort of introduce everyone and ask them a basic question. And not too much, uh, I don't think too much information came, new information came out there. No. Although it was interesting and you know uh and good to listen to a lot of people then got up and asked questions yep do you remember any really good questions from the audience uh i do remember that it was norman reedus's son's birthday so the whole place sang Sang his happy birthday to him yep that was fun that was fun um i thought denai guerrero was really articulate and well-spoken oh my god yeah interesting things to say about big words too did you notice that (laughs) I forget the actual words she was using because I'm tired and dumb right now, but uh, she was uh, very articulate and used a lot of uh, big, big, 
big, big words. <laughs> very, 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 very big words. Exactly. I I can't. No, I don't really remember noticing any giant words, but she just had interesting things to say about about you know her approach to playing the character, where she sort of gets it from. She's she's obviously thought a, a lot about about Michonne and what's kind of how she's handled this zombie apocalypse and what she's gone through and what it's taken for her to be successful yeah. in the in the zombie apocalypse. One of the things aspects she brought up was that uh, she's not a, she's not surviving the zombie apocalypse. She's actually thriving in this situation. Yeah, she said she's not a survivor, she's a thriver, which is yeah. a good tagline. It is, and I think <laughs> this is the first time we've really encountered that. So far everybody's been a survivor. Yes. Right? Just getting by, doing what they need to do to survive. Michonne's the first character we've run across in the uh, in the television show that actually th- is thriving in this situation. She's taken, uh, you know, an aspect, uh, the fact that the zombies have risen and has used it to her advantage, right? The fact that she's right. got these two pets that she carries. She uses them as pack mules. She uses them for their scent to keep the other ones away. Uh, she's a very, very smart lady, very capable lady, and... Uh, uh, is using, you know, a, a bad situation to her advantage. Yeah, she's the only one that's really done that. She's taking advantage of the fact that she's smarter than the zombies. Yes. She can outthink them, yeah. and everyone else just immediately runs away and or kills them. Right. But she's using them for something useful, so that was really good. David Morrissey, this is also the first time we've seen him, really, in a public yeah. promotional event. Um, he talked about the governor, you know almost as if he's kind of a nice guy yeah. now he was he was his point was it's a matter of perspective of course well nobody thinks that they are the evil person no of course yeah it's always something you say about somebody else exactly <clears throat> but it was kind of in, but in this situation where it's an actor playing a character you would get maybe someone saying yeah yeah this guy's a total bastard and you don't want to have anything to do with him right but he's coming at it a little differently like he's he realizes that this character doesn't think he's evil he thinks he's doing the right thing and you know maybe he is a nice guy it's just depends he's also, how uh, how you look at it he's also taking it from a, an in-character point of view yes right he's like okay no if i'm looking at this from the governor's point of view no i don't think the governor i don't think i'm evil i think <laughs> i'm trying to you know you know come on into woodbury and just uh you know obey the rules while you're here that's right the most important thing he said was like you can live here you just gotta obey my rules and do it my way yeah right fair enough yeah. <laughs> he's their dictator leader so there you go <laughs> and then somebody uh i don't know who yelled it out he's evil i think yeah. it might have been andrew lincoln oh yeah he, uh, andrew lincoln did say that yeah. i think um michael rooker to be honest with you didn't have much to say no he seemed a little distracted he did he was one of those guys and this bugs me for some reason he was one of those guys he wears a baseball cap at a panel yeah. And I know that sounds ridiculous, but what it does is it shades his face. You can't really see his face properly, at least the top half where his eyes are. Yeah. And to me, it just gives me the impression that he doesn't really want to be there. Right. And I understand these people do a lot of this stuff, these actors, you know, and I don't expect them to always love what they're doing. Nobody loves their job all the time, right? But at least take your hat off when you're inside. Yeah. That's you true. know, last year at the Avengers panel, um, what's his name who plays Captain America did the same thing right but he was even worse like he would barely answer questions hardly said anything clearly had no interest in being there at all he was Chris something yeah um, no 
not Thor. Chris Hemsworth is is Thor. Who's oh, but Chris Chris somebody is is uh, Captain America too. That's what I said. Yeah, you're right. Anyways, he was worse. But I got that vibe a little bit from Michael Rooker today right, too. Yeah. He did crack some jokes and a couple of one-liners, but he didn't really have much interesting to say. No, he was he was mainly hamming it up. Yeah, mainly hamming in, it up. In his own little world. Like, it wasn't even doing it in uh, context to what's, what was going on around him. <laughs> it's just whenever it got to him, he'd throw out something to ham it up. Maybe he was stoned. Maybe. Totally baked. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, Kirkman had sort of the same kind of, you know, stuff to throw out there all the time. To be fair, he gets asked the same questions over and over again. Yeah. The panel we were at on Friday, some of the kind of the same questions came up. When you read interviews with the guy, he gets asked the same thing all the time. So yeah. it's not surprising that we sort of heard those answers all before. And um, Andrew Lincoln was pretty good. Chandler was pretty good. Yep. He's a decent little speaker for a 12-year-old kid or whatever he is. Yep. Um, one girl... I think it was a, a girl got up and asked him, or somebody got up and asked him if he, now that uh, Sophia is gone, yeah, if he, what was it, wanted a girlfriend or oh, wanted yeah. another, any you, other children on you the want show? Another child, uh, another other kid around to have a friend or a girlfriend. Yeah, and then he said, and he, well, I don't. What did he say exactly? He said, but, I don't want to spoil anything, right? Which spoiled something, right? So I think he. I think he gave us a hint there, probably unintentionally, yeah. that there could be another kid on the show. Now, what the, he saved it kind of by saying, <laughs> by going in a little bit of a weird direction, yeah. by saying that uh, Beth, uh, played by Emily Kinney, is 17, yeah. and Chandler is 13. Is 13. Something might happen so there. So something might happen there. <laughs> and, and the whole place was like, oh, that's <laughs> a little awkward. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, he started off with, I don't want to spoil anything, you never know. So I think we might see another kid on this show. I think so. Who knows in what form? Yeah. You never know. Um, but Chandler was pretty good. You know, it's fun. Him and uh, Andrew Lincoln had pretty good banter at times. They I did, yeah. They were getting along very well. Um, he was also chumming up with uh, Norman Reedus, who was on his other side. Too, sure. So he's probably you know treated well by the cast in general, and probably pretty good friends with everybody. He's the cast kid. He's the yeah. cast son, right? They're yeah. all like parents to him at this point. Rick, especially, who plays his on-screen dad, yeah. you know, or Andrew Lincoln. I mean, um, that was pretty good. So Chandler was okay. Um, anything else about the panel? Uh, just that I think one lady asked, uh, Norman Reedus to, uh, asked him a question and asked, and asked him to answer very slowly. Which <laughs> just is, speak slowly. Just answer slowly. We, we, we did have a couple of people get up and tell him how nice his eyes were. Yeah. Man, the ladies love Norman Reedus. They really do. I love Norman as an actor. Yeah. I don't get the physical attraction to the No, dude. I don't get it either. But, uh, <laughs> one aspect of, uh. Uh, of his character that uh, that he mentioned was that he he's just saying that he he really doesn't have game. He he is not in a position to be in any kind of romantic relationship. If uh, any if he did anything did happen, the somebody would have to come on to him and he'd probably back away and cry. <laughs> yeah, he um somebody asked if there is a romance developing between him and Carol. Yeah. That got big boos from the crowd. I don't think they want to see that. Well, what do they want? Well, I don't know. Maybe they want to get rid of Carol. I don't know. 
Yeah. Well, I, who else would uh, they like? What is he going to have an affair with Lori? No, but maybe he doesn't need to have a love interest on the show. You don't right. always need a love story, especially in a bigger cast, right? Like this. Right. They don't all need to pair off. This just seems kind of weird, though. This isn't 90210, where they all sleep with each other over the course of different seasons. Sure it is. Like Lost. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Um, but big booze. Big booze when uh, someone asked about that potential yeah. relationship. So if they use the fans' indication as any sort of gauge, they're not going there, I would say. Yeah. Um, and that was that. It was It was kind of fun. Then they played the trailer for us again. To be honest, I wish they would have played that opening scene again. I would have totally watched that a second time. Yeah, me too. You know? Well, we'll get to watch it tomorrow night or Monday sometime. Sometime soon. Yeah, yeah. as soon as we can. And uh, then record a whole podcast on the whole episode. Yep. So that was a lot of fun. It, the whole day pretty much was leading up to that Walking Dead panel. People were out of control. They were loving it. It was super crazy in there. It was pretty crazy. And uh, people were cheering and yelling and just having a good old time. Yeah. Very uh, exciting atmosphere in there today. It was. It was good. Now, that was after 10 hours or whatever we'd been in there. Yeah, so it was exhausting. It was somewhat exhausting. It's hard work sitting around doing nothing. It really is. Or, or listening and watching stuff. Um, but it, it was still fun. It was still, you know, I wouldn't have missed it. So, yeah, there no, you it go. Was, uh, it, was, it, was a very, uh, it was a very different day than we had yesterday. Yesterday was a lot of action. Uh, in that we spent a lot of time walking around. We spent a lot of time looking at stuff, finding out information. Yep. It was exhausting as well. But today was a very different day. This was that. information overload, right? It this really was, was. This was like mentally exhausting. Yeah. Whereas the other days was physically exhausting. Well, I was also, uh, you know, I felt a little overstimulated coming out of the Comic-Con yesterday. It was just, uh, there was so much, like just... So many people and so many booths and so many things to look at. And, you know, coming out of there, it's just my brain was reeling. And today was very much the same thing, but in a very different way. Yeah, exactly. You know, and tomorrow, I don't even know what the heck's going to happen tomorrow. There's a Walking Dead special on CNN right now. We oh, got yeah. the TV on mute and they're talking about it right here. Hopefully someone out there is watching it and uh, it's exciting. Uh, now there's some kind of zombie political commercial on. Right. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Anyways, commentary for live TV is not what we're here for. <laughs> Real quick before we wrap up, we finished the night with the Firefly 10th anniversary Yep. Uh, pa panel spectacular. I'm calling everything spectacular. Everything is spectacular. Yep. And although I enjoyed it, I found it a little underwhelming. And only because there were only three people on the panel. Yeah. Okay. So we had uh, Jewel, Jewel State, who yeah. played Kaylee. And we had Sean, Sean Mayer or whatever his name is, who played Sam, the doctor. Yeah. And then uh, we had Nathan Fillion on the phone. He called in from the set of Castle. Right. Because he couldn't, uh, he couldn't break himself away to be here. So he was on the phone, and uh, you know we had a few questions from him, and then. Uh, he started saying that uh, Sean and uh, Jewel looked good, mm -hmm. and he described their clothes. Mm -hmm. So, gee, what's going on now? What's going on now? And then he was uh, starting to, you know, told Jewel to point into the back of the room, and he said, okay, point a little bit to the right. And then there was a very, very loud feedback from the sound system, yeah. which the audio guys, which I don't, really think that they were the uh, master audio people that they should have been 
didn't get on the case quick enough because it was a good 15, 20 seconds of really I, loud feedback. I was going to say 30 seconds of loud feedback. All you got to do is pot down the track or something. Yeah, it's not hard. <laughs> it, you'd know where the feedback's... Well, there was other problems with audios, like mics not being hot uh, when they should have been. Yep. It was obvious and anybody... Anyway, I had problems with the audio attacks. But uh, after some loud feedback, basically you said, come out already. Yeah, well, it was clear to me at this point that this was a bit yep. and that Nathan Fillion would be walking out at any moment, but he seemed to be taking his time. And he did. And then he walked out. So we well, had Nathan Fillion and the other two on the panel. There was also a bit of misdirection, though, because he was telling Jewel to point to the back of the room, point right. a little bit to the right. So everybody's looking back there. All of a sudden, he just walks out from the wings. There the he stage. is on stage. Yeah. Yes. Boring. <laughs> a little bit. Um, the panel was fun. It was interesting. It was sort of fun to hear them. But I really would have liked to have had maybe Joss Whedon there, yep. Jane, uh, 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 Wash, what's his name, Alan Tudyk. Alan Tudyk. Would have been fun to have a little bit more of the group there because this is a reunion, right? Yeah, it's they didn't not... really have anything to, to, to say. I mean, they, uh, they talked about uh, there's a special airing on space or science. The Science Channel, the which, science is, channels. which is... New to me, I'll be yeah. honest. I've never heard of the Science Channel before. Not something we have up at home. And that's basically a, a reunion interview show. From what I, they're all sitting around a table, talking about the good old days and about various such things. Filmed at San Diego Comic Con in the summer, they said. Right. Uh, no special announcements about anything really, like a, a Serenity Two. Come on, how how great would that would would that have been? Yeah, I would have been excited about that. That would have been good. Um. But but they've even, all moved on. Oh. Career wise, they've all moved on. Coming back to it, uh, <laughs> well, most of them have moved on. <laughs> well, I'm sure they've all moved on in their own ways. It's hard not to move on. Sure. Well, when asked what or what they were doing, you know, Nathan Fillion's got a great career going with Castle and whatever else. Jewel State. Although I don't really know what she's been doing, apparently she's been guesting on a lot of sh TV shows. She's got her own show, apparently. Recurring roles on shows, or maybe her own show. And then Nathan Fillion said Sean's being a dad, so I don't think he's working much. But then he said he's starting a movie on Wednesday. <laughs> That's true. He's starting another movie. So uh, I'm sure he's doing whatever. stuff, plays, and various things. He's a good-looking guy. I'm, he, I, I'm sure he's working steady. He's just okay. probably not popped like Nathan Fillion He's has. not in the, in the public eye, really. Right. I guess, unless you're really following him. Or maybe he's just like, you know you know what? I'm going to do some community theater. I'm going to do a few Broadway or off-Broadway stuff. I'm going to concentrate on uh, my marriage because he was wearing a wedding ring. And uh, I guess if he's being a dad, yep. uh, then he's going to concentrate work. on that. Yeah. I mean, you got to take priorities. I'm not holding it against him. I'm just saying he's not really out there as far as I can tell. But maybe he is. Yeah. Well, he wasn't really out there beforehand either. So. No, no, he certainly wasn't. <laughs> Anyways, my main point here is with the lack of anything really exciting to announce, I was hoping they could have at least had, you know, 50% of the cast there, 70% maybe. You know, that would have been a little more fun, plus Joss Whedon. Yeah. Um, but Nathan Fillion is like Bruce Campbell. He He's he's good with the crowd. Yeah. He knows how to sort of work the room and do his job there, yeah. and he was, he was entertaining. I he was a little that. more pandering than Bruce Campbell was, though. Like he was all, hey, let's have. What about a uh, Firefly animated series? And like he was, and he was also saying, you know, if I could have my wish, or I think the question was, if Fox could apologize to you for canceling Firefly, right. how would you want them to apologize to you? <laughs> and uh, Nathan Fillion was saying, well, I would want a well-outfitted uh, Caribbean island. 
Yes. And I would want every year for a ship to show up full of Firefly, Firefly fans. Yes. Which got the crowd riled up. Uh-huh. And then they would also provide a life-size uh, replica of the ship. And we'd all act out scenes from the show. We'd all go inside and <laughs> act out scenes. It just it was obviously pandering to the crowd that he had in front of him. Come on. Bruce Campbell, you don't think, was doing that, too? Not that blatantly. He knows who we are. He as fans, he he's knows so much better at it than Nathan Fillion is. Well, Nathan yeah. Fillion is good, but Bruce Campbell is Bruce Campbell. Maybe in another twenty years, Nathan Fillion will be that good. Yeah. It's all about practice. Yeah. No matter what, it was fun. It just was. There wasn't much to it. They no, showed, there wasn't. They showed clips from the show that we've all already seen. Yeah. They showed one or two clips from the documentary one or clip. reunion special. Yeah. One clip. Um, and a commercial. Yeah, for this science, science channel. network, science channel. It's right at the beginning. It's like, oh, you'll want to see this. And she's like, oh my god, it's an ad. But they're it bug- actually showing me an ad. Yeah, that <laughs> bugged me a little bit, but at least they didn't show it again. Yeah, you know. Um, and that was our day. After that, we went out for some German food and then came home. It was very good <laughs> schnitzel and sausages. Yeah, exactly. We needed something other than hot dogs. <laughs> so I had sausages. So you had sausages. <laughs> I just. That just realized that right now. Sausages are not hot dogs. No, I certainly wouldn't claim that. Uh, okay, so what happens next uh, is that The Walking Dead premieres tomorrow night yep. on AMC at 9 p.m. Eastern. You all listening are going to watch it at 9 when it broadcasts, I'm sure. And those who aren't are going to get it some other way and watch it uh, as soon as you can. We are in a hotel room in New York and do not have access to AMC, sad, sadly. No. So we will be getting it as soon as we can, watching it, and then recording a podcast the minute we get back home to the regular Talking Dead studios in my basement. Now, this uh, this hotel seems to have the lower floors below us seem to be apartments and offices. So maybe... So uh, should we walk around asking anyone if they well, get AMC? Well, I think AMC? we should look out the window and see if we can see any TVs. Maybe somebody else is watching it. And we could watch it on, like, on mute. You know, maybe. Yeah, that's I not creepy at all, though. I, no, I, I also don't see that being that all that effective, really, for what we like to do here. We could open the window and yell out, hey, turn it up. <laughs> turn it up. <laughs> Invite us over. We'll we bring, come over? We'll bring chips. <laughs> uh, so that's what's going to happen. We will record as soon as we can after we've seen it, and we'll get our regular show out. And uh, from there on, we'll go weekly like, like we do, recording the Monday night after it goes, after yep. it airs on the Sunday, and uh, get back to the regular routine. Sure, sure. And we got one more day of Comic-Con. We do. We've got one more day tomorrow. Probably put in like a half or a two-thirds day kind yeah. of thing. Mop-up, basically. Mop-up day. There's maybe few... see some stuff we haven't seen before. Uh, you know, maybe try and convince me to buy something. Uh, Thor's hammer. Thor's. Uh, I don't know if I'm gonna buy Thor's wooden hammer. No, it's not Thor's hammer. It's just a wooden hammer, and it's got Celtic runes on it. Right, and you're still thinking about it. I'm still thinking about it, but it's a hundred dollars. I don't know if I could bring myself. I to bought spend a, a book for a hundred bucks. Yeah, but that's not just a hammer. It's an actual book. <laughs> just a hammer. <laughs> Did you hear that, everyone? Just a hammer. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna. There's. I found last year on the last day of Comic Con there was. A lot of extra free giveaways. Maybe they were just trying to unload all their stuff. You know, I got a couple shirts, things like that. I'm so. gonna buy some shirts. I think. I think I need some shirts. Okay, two for forty bucks. I could, I could do a couple shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta buy some stuff for my kids too. I think so. 
Alrighty. Um, we aren't going to do a wrap-up tomorrow unless something real exciting happens. Then we will. Let's say that. Okay. So uh, the next time you hear us will likely be after the premiere, and we will all have seen it then. We can talk about the cold open a little bit more and how Herschel didn't die and uh, and then get back into the regular routine. So, yep. Excellent. Thanks for listening, everyone. I have been Chris. I have also been Jason. Also. And uh, we'll see you in a couple days after the premiere. Bye.